Welcome to the Root and Remedy podcast, where we discuss all things women's health, hormones, fertility, and body confidence. I'm your host, Vanessa, a woman's health and fertility nutritionist and the co-founder of Root and Remedy Wellness. You can find our courses, free community group, and all other resources at rootandremedywellness.com. Ah, habits. We love to hate them, right? They're something that all of us are trying to implement. We're all trying to stay consistent with but sometimes it will literally feel impossible. And if you are someone who's trying to make a lot of changes right now, maybe you're trying to balance your hormones, you're trying to track your cycle, you're trying to prep for pregnancy or optimize your fertility. Maybe you're just trying to feel better. You're just trying to have more energy throughout the day. You're trying to take care of yourself, go to sleep on time, eat enough meals, drink enough water, like basic stuff. It piles up very quickly and can feel very, very overwhelming very fast. And this episode is all about the mindset of staying consistent with your healthy habits. And we are going to cover four mindset shifts you have to have if you're going to stay consistent with the habit changes that you're trying to make. If you're on and off the wagon, if you've tried and failed a zillion times at a bunch of different habits and you're not really sure what to do or why it's happening, these are going to touch some nerves. They're going to touch some probably sensitive parts of you. They're going to make you think they are going to ideally wake you up to a few things that you didn't even recognize were in your way, but are in the way for a lot of us, especially when it comes to subconscious beliefs, the stories we're telling ourselves, what we really think we're deserving of and what we truly think we can have. So we're going to come face to face with a lot of things that are under the hood, so to speak. And we want to bring those to light because they could be the reason why you're not staying consistent with things, right? It can be a very simple change, a very simple habit. And you know, you want to, you have every intention of doing it, but for whatever reason, you just stop or you talk yourself out of it. And then you're upset at yourself for not doing it. And then we have this negative feedback loop where Then we start to feel crummy and then we talk shit about ourselves to ourselves and we're like, oh, see, I'm never going to get anywhere. And this is your problem right here. You fail at everything you try. You might as well stop trying. So in this episode, we're going to combine a little bit of tough love, but also compassion, self-love, reassurance, and confidence in yourself that you are someone who can have and create the life that you want, that you can do these things that you're trying to do. You have every power and capability inside of you. It is just about us pulling that out of you and making sure that it's shining and you're getting out of your own goddamn way because we love a little self-sabotage story, but it gets old really quickly (laughs) and it gets really freaking annoying when you're constantly getting in your own way. So let's jump in to number one. Number one on our four mindset shifts that you need to have in order for you to stay consistent with your healthy habits long-term and actually see progress. Number one is that you need to truly believe in the deepest, darkest depths of your soul that you can achieve the things that you are setting out to achieve, that you can create the life that you are wanting to create, that you are capable of, deserving of, worthy of, these changes and this life that you want because and I know honestly this kind of sounds dumb on the surface you're like what does that really have to do with anything or of course I believe I know I'm whole I'm worthy I love myself blah 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 I would challenge that because a lot of us are 
deep, deep down, even if it's not on the surface, on the surface, yes, we want to get pregnant. Yes, we want to wake up and go to the gym every day. On the surface, you think you're deserving of those things or you think you're deserving of the body that you want or the baby that you want, whatever it is. But underneath, often there are hidden narratives and things that we are saying to ourselves. Sometimes we can call them soundtracks. Also, great book by John Acuff. Soundtracks is all about the narratives we tell ourselves. Fantastic, fantastic book and how to change them. But there are usually running tapes and soundtracks and narratives that we're not good enough for XYZ or we're not blank enough for XYZ. And often I'll use the example of trying to work out consistently. Maybe you've got every intention of going to the gym three times a week, let's say, and you want to go to the gym early. You want to wake up, you're going to set your alarm, you're going to go to the gym early. Before work, you want to work out three times a week. I want you to really think about, okay, what does that mean? What am I actually going for here? And do I actually believe that I am the type of person that can work out consistently? Or do I think it's only a matter of time until I'm going to fall off of that train? I'm going to self-sabotage. I'm going to stop waking up early. I'm going to start sleeping in and clicking the snooze button. And oh, yeah, that's just me. That's me. I'm lazy. I am the type of person who cannot stick to a workout routine. I am not a fit and healthy person. If those are the secret narratives that are going on behind the scenes, it is going to be impossible for you to see long-term progress and stick with that habit long-term because deep, deep down your software and your hardware, literally the way, the way you are programmed is telling you, yeah, you go ahead for now, but it's only a matter of time matter of days, maybe weeks, maybe months until you're going to fall off that train. And I'm going to say, I told you so that's essentially what half of you is telling the other half, right? We usually have these two voices in our heads. I've since started to realize, or what I like to call it is my magnetic self and my insecure self. So you can also say your highest self or your better self or your whole self, whatever you want to call it. But usually there are two voices in your head. One is your self-deprecating hit you where it hurts, kick you, kicks you when you're down, talks shit about you to you self. And then the other self is the version of you that wants what's actually best for you, that holds you to that higher standard, that believes that you can have what you want. Usually there's some kind of push and pull and duality there. And if that more insecure side of you or version of you is taking over, you will eventually prove it right. You will eventually fall victim to the narratives that you are telling yourself, the deep-rooted belief that you have that you are lazy, that you are unathletic, that you are always going to be overweight, whatever in input narrative there. It doesn't have to be related to working out. But do you see what I'm saying when I'm talking about the deep-rooted, under-the-hood narratives that we don't actually deserve what we're going for or what we really want? And that takes a lot of work to unpack Personally, I love doing this either with a therapist or often on my own with the To Be Magnetic work. I love Lacey Phillips. I love To Be Magnetic. It's all about manifestation. Don't go there just yet. But in the sense of manifestation of that you create, you create your reality from your subconscious beliefs. So essentially all the work is rewiring those subconscious beliefs, that self-worth. For example, I will tell you a little story. It's kind of unrelated, but I promise I will loop it back and make sense. 
I noticed that I was telling myself a narrative and I had a deep rooted subconscious belief that you can't make a lot of money doing something that you love. For whatever reason, growing up, I wasn't surrounded by a lot of people that were doing what they really wanted. Their dreams were coming true. I wasn't surrounded by a lot of female entrepreneurs or people who loved their job and were slaying it financially. I had my father, which I'm very thankful for. He did a great job financially, a self-made man, and I admire him in a lot of ways, but he didn't do what he loved. He Work was always fine. Everything was okay. He obviously loved the life that it gave him outside of work, which is great, but for me, wanting to create a company and a career and go off and do my own thing that I genuinely love, plus I want to make a lot of money, that was something that I hadn't really seen. So I had to, and am still, reprogramming a lot of those subconscious beliefs because I felt like I was always hitting a financial ceiling and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't move past that ceiling. But I could also start to see these subconscious beliefs pop up that were saying, you need to hustle and grind and hate certain parts of your job in order for you to make a lot of money. You cannot just be in flow the whole time. You cannot love what you do and make a lot of money. It's going to run out or the other shoe is going to drop at some point. So that's one example, obviously in a different field, but I want you to answer the question, okay, what are these deep-rooted subconscious narratives that I have running in the background, that I have going on in my subconscious that are potentially stealing a lot of my joy and stealing a lot of my consistency because at the end of the day, I feel like someone who's not actually going to get there. I don't wholeheartedly believe that I'm going to create that life that I'm looking for or I'm going to actually do these things consistently. That is a really hard question to answer, but a very powerful one because you can ideally say them out loud or write them down, but when you come face to face with them, often you'll confront them and look at them and say, what, where did I get that? Like, that's not right. There's, there's no way. Like, what, what do you mean? You can't make a lot of money doing something you like. There's thousands of people I can think of that are doing that. Logically, it doesn't make sense. But when we talk about your subconscious and your deep rooted narratives and beliefs, they're picked up from when you're really young, when you're a child. So we want to think about that and how they are running the show, how they're contributing to your day-to-day life and potentially how they're getting in the way of you making long-term change. So first things first, you want to acknowledge what your narratives and limiting beliefs are. So you want to think about the things that are holding you back. What are things that you're telling yourself or identifying with? Some common ones are, I'm a lazy person. Are you? Or have you always just behaved and fallen back into patterns of being lazy? You're not necessarily a lazy person. You can decide to be a not lazy person right now in this very moment, but because previously maybe you've tried to work out routine and then always click the snooze button or you always just come home after work and you sit on the couch and then you tell yourself you're lazy and you're never going to get to the gym and you're never going to lose that weight. That is a previous narrative that now you are clinging to. And over time, you will prove to yourself that you are a lazy person. You will prove it to yourself. I promise you, you will make sure that that comes true. And then you'll just say, see, told you so, told you I was a lazy person, but let's challenge that. Let's write that out. Other ones potentially are going to be I'm unattractive or I'm ugly. A lot of us have self-conscious limiting beliefs that are related to our appearance. Or you can say, I'm a procrastinator. I'm not a very smart person. You can say, I'm bad with money. All of these things are limiting beliefs. They're narratives we tell ourselves based on our previous behavior. And yes, your previous behavior is important, right? You are looking objectively at things that you used to do, but we don't want to say, I am 
blank just because you've previously acted in a way that supports that narrative. You can change that at any point. So I am lazy can turn into Okay, previously, I have behaved like a lazy person. I have taken on traits and done things that make myself feel like I'm lazy, would probably make other people around me think I'm lazy. I don't want to do that anymore. I am going to try to move forward as someone who is proactive, someone who puts themselves out there that gets ahead, someone that sticks to their word, someone that gets up early in the morning or is consistent with their workouts or whatever you want it to be. I am going to act in accordance to this new identity. And I'm not going to tell myself that I am a lazy person. In the past, I behaved like a lazy person would, but that doesn't mean that I am anything. That is a very important shift that we want to make. So grab a journal, write it out. What are the narratives that you've been telling yourself? What are things that you are identifying with that are genuinely going to hold you back? And how are they aligning with you not feeling like you are blank enough good enough, smart enough, pretty enough, consistent enough, strong enough, whatever, to achieve the sustainable progress that you're looking for from these healthy habits or these changes that you're trying to make in your life. That's going to be number one. So you have to believe that you are worthy of, deserving of, and capable of sticking with these changes and being the person that you want to be. Being the person that you are trying so hard to become. Of course, you're not going to be them right now, and that's okay. But as we start to stack the this undeniable proof, all of these tiny actions that say you are the person that you say you are or that you are the person you, you say you're trying to be, then it will become a lot easier for you to believe that over time. Right now, you don't have any proof. So why would you believe something like that? Right now, you believe you're a lazy person because you've always acted in a lazy way. But you can change that literally right now. And that doesn't mean that every single action you take needs to be a proactive action. You can never make a quote unquote lazy decision again, but we want it to be that that's the exception, not the rule. You're going to start to behave like the person you want to become. And then over time you will morph into that person. Okay. Number two on the mindset shifts that you need to have. If you're going to stay consistent with your healthy habit changes and actually see progress long-term and keep that progress. Very important note is that you need to believe that the promises you make to yourself are important and they should not be breakable. Of course, sometimes we're going to make promises to ourselves. We're going to say we're going to do something or that we have every intention of doing something and then we don't end up doing it. Sometimes, yes. But I bet money on the fact that you've made a zillion promises to yourself that you are not keeping. And I love this concept. It was talked about on the Modern Wisdom podcast with Chris Williamson. And I think he talked about it either with Alex Hormozy or Stephen Bartlett from Diary of a CEO, but it was so good. I love the way he described this. He talked about if you were trying to make plans with a friend, you're trying to get brunch with a friend and every single week, like clockwork, they would not answer your text or they would bail on you or they would cancel last minute and they would give a zillion stupid ass reasons why they can't hang out with you. Over time, you would be annoyed with that person. You probably would stop hanging out with that person and you would probably not be their friend anymore. You would most likely say, this person sucks. I don't like hanging out with them. They don't treat me like they're like I'm important. So I'm going to cut this person from my life. The catch 22 is that you are that person in your life right now. You are the flaky person who is saying that you're going to do hundred million things and then you don't follow through with any of them. And then you feel guilty and shitty and frustrated at yourself for not following through. And then you tell yourself, see, you are not good at change. You are not good at 
keeping up with these habits. You are a procrastinator. You are lazy. You are fill in the blank. And you're just going to keep running that race. Keep rinse and repeat. Making a promise, breaking a promise, feeling shitty about it. Making a promise, breaking a promise, feeling shitty about it. Feeling shitty about you. And then telling yourself you are shitty for doing that thing. Makes us feel like trash. Honestly, just saying that, I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> that doesn't feel good. And this is something that I have, honestly, still do struggle with. I don't think anyone, or I mean, I would love to meet them if they are someone that has never broken a promise to themselves or never will again break a promise to themselves. But it's about the effort there, right? So for example, I had a very busy day today. I planned out my day yesterday before I went to bed and I said, you know what? I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to go to the gym before my first client at 9 a.m. I usually don't go to the gym that early ever, literally ever, but I had a busy day today. So I was like, you know what? I'll feel really good if I get my workout in. Let's do it. Night before me is always so much more optimistic and like proactive than morning of me. So going out of my way, set my alarm 5.45, so early, but I was like, you know what? You're going to bed at 10. You're good. Like you're getting enough sleep. Everything's good. I wake up actually two minutes before my alarm. Love when that happens. And instantly I'm like, "Mm, you don't have to go to the gym. No, see, you don't have to go to the gym because you've got volleyball tonight at seven. You can go to the gym at five o'clock. It's literally on the way to volleyball. Don't even worry about it. Go back to sleep. You don't have to go to the gym right now. You'll go later. You'll go later. And though that was true, I did have a couple hours in my day where I could go to the gym before volleyball. And yes, the gym is right next to volleyball. Clearly, there's a lot, lot of logical reasons why I don't have to go to the gym right now. I thought about this concept of not breaking the promises that I make to myself. And I said, I know I'm tired. I know I'm feeling groggy. I know it's literally dark and cold outside and I don't want to go right now. But I also know that I will feel so good if I stick to this promise. And at the very least, even if I have the world's shittiest workout, I followed through and said that I, and did what I said I was going to do. So I got my ass out of bed. I went to the gym. Well, I ate a snack, had a coffee, whatever, went to the gym. It was a very mediocre workout, but the entire time I had, I was buzzing. I had so much goddamn energy because I was like, look at me. I am the type of person that prioritizes her health. That is consistent with the gym. I'm so proud of myself for being here right now. Even when I didn't want to in that split second, when I could have turned off my alarm, turned off the lights, gone right back to bed. I chose to be here and I wouldn't trade that feeling for anything. Now that I felt that, I realized how important it was. Even if my workout was trash, I still showed up and that feeling is fucking paramount. It is such a good feeling and the opposite is so true that if you say I were to click the snooze button, whatever, I probably would have still gone to the gym this evening, but my entire day, I would have told myself, see, you didn't go to the gym yet. Why haven't you gone to the gym yet? Or, and then if for whatever reason, I couldn't have gone to the gym in the evening, I would have been really disappointed. I would, I know that I broke that promise to myself. Nobody else knows, but I would know my entire day. And I would feel kind of bummed out my entire day that I'm breaking a promise that I was trying to make for myself. So We want to start to reframe this in the sense that you want to be reliable. You want to be trustworthy. You want to be dependable. You also want to be showing up like the person you want to become. I bet you that the person you want to become keeps their promises to themselves. They're probably very consistent. They're probably trustworthy. You can probably count on them for things. 
you want to show up as that person, let's start keeping the small promises you make to yourself. If you're trying to go to bed by 10 p.m., keep the goddamn promise. If you're trying to wake up by 7 or 7.30 or you want to snooze twice instead of 20 times, let's start to keep that promise because those little things are going to go such a long way. And over time, even though I'm still breaking a ton of promises I make to myself, I'm not pretending that I'm perfect with this at all. I literally break them all the time but I'm trying not to. And that's something that is such an important shift in the sense that number one, you want to own up to when you break a promise to yourself. It's important, right? Just the way you would own up to a friend. If I made plans with Olivia, for example, for breakfast, and I just didn't show up, I would apologize to her and I would give her a reason. She would be angry at me, rightfully so, as any friend would. And you need to do that to yourself. I need to do that to myself. You need to do that to yourself. When you break a promise that you told yourself that you would keep or something that you would do, let's own up to it. Even if it's just a moment in time where you're like, oh, okay, I told myself I would go to the gym. I'm not going. That was shitty of me. That was shitty of me. How can I make sure I don't do that again next time? Because I want to start keeping the promises that I make to myself. How can I set the odds in my favor? Was there something that got in the way? I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but I am going to acknowledge that I didn't keep that promise to myself. And over time, there will be consequences to that. That's going to make me feel like a bad person. That's going to make me feel shitty about myself. And that's not what I want. So the promises that you're making to yourself matter. Let's try to keep them, even the small things. And it's not that you need to go balls to the wall with all of these habits at once, but start to go to bed on time, start to wake up at an earlier hour, start to go to the gym once per week start to eat breakfast, get an adrenal cocktail, all of these things that we talk about on the podcast, on the Instagram, inside of our courses. Let's just pick one. Pick one thing that you want to do, that you want to try, or that you want to be consistent with. Usually it's going to be hydration, nutrition, sleep, workout, something like that. That's going to set you up for success. And let's try to keep that small, 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 small promise to yourself because you will feel, you will feel so good if you keep that promise and then celebrate. Celebrate when you keep that next promise. So for example, today, you you bet. I'm celebrating right now. I'm telling you about it. I, I celebrated today and I am celebrating multiple times per day saying I'm proud of myself for that because you have to make sure that you have that reinforcement, that you have that celebration, that flood of happy hormones and neurotransmitters that tell you you're doing a good job or else you won't stick with it long-term. So the promises you make to yourself matter. Let's behave in a way that makes you feel like they matter. And let's try not to break them. Let's try to make promises that we're going to goddamn keep. And if you do start to break them, then make sure that you are telling yourself and acknowledging when you do break them. Treat yourself like one of your friends. What would you do if you bailed on that friend last minute? You would own up to it. You would apologize and you would say you're going to do better. So let's do better together. Number three, on the four mindset shifts that you need to make if you're going to stay consistent with your healthy habits and behaviors long-term and continue to see progress is that you can have self-love, self-compassion, and discipline at the same time. And it's so important that we are hybriding those because yes, I'm all about listening to your body, listening to your intuition, not beating yourself up, doing your best, having a gold star for effort, all of these things, or else you're just going to treat your, like, yourself like shit all the time and you're never going to get anywhere. But at the same time, we coddle ourselves a lot, especially today. And when it comes to self-love, I think there's a huge narrative that 
self-love is self-acceptance in the sense that you now say, I am perfect the way I am and I don't need to change at all. And I think that's actually a very anti-self-love way to think because if you truly love yourself, you will hold yourself to a higher standard than that. You can say, I love myself. I am whole and worthy and deserving of love and compassion and all of these amazing things. But at the same time, there's shit I need to do. I'm not thrilled with the person I am right now or I'm not acting in accordance to the person that I want to be. And there is work that I need to do. If you're telling yourself that you don't need to change anything or that you're perfect just the way you are, yes, you are worthy and deserving wholeheartedly, but you can still say there are things that I want to work on. And you know what? I'm going to prove to myself that I love myself by treating myself like I love myself. I am going to take care of my body. I'm going to take care of my brain. I'm going to take care of my friendships and my emotions and my relationships in my life. I am going to behave and act like the person that I want to be, like the person who takes care of herself, right? That's the kind of person that we want to be. And it is so disempowering for us to think that nothing needs to change or to say, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I didn't go to the gym today, just like I didn't go the past 10 times when I tried to go, but it's fine because I love myself and I'm perfect the way I am. It's not fine. You made a promise to yourself. You are trying to stay consistent with the change. And while it's important for you to say, okay, clearly I didn't go. I'm not going to be myself up over that. But can I acknowledge why I didn't go? Am I making the same mistake a hundred times over? Am I scheduling a morning workout knowing full well that I'm already not sleeping enough so I'm going to wake up and skip that workout every single time? Should I maybe schedule it for middle of my day over my lunch hour or after work and see if that changes things? We're more so looking at it from that critical lens of I know I can do better. I deserve better. I am going to behave and act in accordance to that higher self, that better version of me. It's like hybriding that self-love and compassion with tough love and knowing that you're better than that. To be totally honest, is that not the best friend you could possibly have? And when you are literally your best to yourself and to your friends is when you hybrid that love and that unconditional support with also saying, you know what? No, I believe in you. You're better than that. You can do better than that. They're calling you out, right? Because they love you. They're calling you out because they love you. And that's exactly what we want to do to ourselves. We want to acknowledge when the effort is put forth, which is amazing. And you're not going to be perfect all the time, right? We want done. We don't want done to be or perfect to be the enemy of done, right? You want to do it the best way you can. Don't obsess over it being perfect. If you miss a little thing here and there, it's no stress. But at the same time, we want to make sure that you are holding yourself to that higher standard saying, all right, I'm going to show up. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to see what I can do. And I'm excited about that. And a question that I, I like to ask myself and I want to put forth, maybe you want to ask yourself too, is, is there anywhere where I'm coddling myself? Is there anywhere where I'm treating myself like a little baby? And I don't need to because I'm a grown adult. I can make my own decisions. I can handle adversity. I can pivot. I'm resourceful. I'm scrappy. I'm smart. All of these things. So if there are areas in my life or there are habits that I'm not being consistent with that I'm getting all pissy about not being consistent with and now I feel like the world is against me and I'll never have what I want because I'm not worthy of it or I'm not good enough. What if we shut that down and just said, okay, let's look at the facts. I never do my morning workout. 
What's going on there? How can we change this? Okay, I never drink enough water. What's going on there? How can we change this? I never get to bed before midnight. What's going on? How can we change this? How am I going to show up better? How am I going to take a small step, make a small promise to myself? What's a small promise that I can keep that's going to move me forward? Because no one else is going to hold you to that higher standard. Maybe you're very lucky that you have a partner or friends or other people in your life that will hold you to that standard, but a lot of people won't. And no one knows when you don't go to the gym. No one knows when you don't go to bed on time. No one knows when you don't cut down on your screen time and you're scrolling social media for three hours. Nobody knows except you, you know, and you know that you're actively trying to not do those behaviors. And every time you do them, you get frustrated with yourself or you say, you know what? It's fine because X, Y, Z, I didn't have a good sleep last night. So I'm going to skip the gym or, you know what? Today was a really busy day or I'm really tired. Where are there areas in your life that you're coddling yourself? How can we use a little bit more tough love in the sense that you are going to hold yourself to a higher standard because no one else is going to do that for you. And it feels awesome to hold yourself to a higher standard. This is something that I know I did. And obviously like no one is perfect. I still continue. All of this is a work in progress. I don't want to talk in on this episode about these four mindset shifts and paint the picture that I am perfect at these mindset shifts and I never go against them or anything like that. They are just things that I've realized working on my own health and wellness journey for so many years and working with clients for also so many years now seeing repeat themselves when you've got every intention of moving forward, you've got all the tips and the tricks and you know exactly what to do, but you don't freaking do it. Then what's going on? Because if you're just not going to do it for the rest of your life, you're literally never going to have what you want. So it's not that I'm perfect in any of these, but I just share my experience and things that I'm learning because I, I like it when other people share and I find it helpful to share these stories and share these aha moments because you're probably going through it too, or maybe you've already had these, but sometimes it's just helpful to get that reframe. So that tough love is very powerful. You feel like a badass when you are treating yourself well and you're saying I'm better than that I can do better than that and I will do better than that that's a very empowering stance and a very empowering mindset to have whereas even though sometimes it feels good in the moment justifying why you skipped that workout or didn't go to bed on time or you skipped lunch again or you drank four cups of coffee again even when you're trying to cut down or whatever it is in the moment you're like yeah it's fine but there's that little pit in your stomach or that there's that little gnawing narrative or or voice in your head that's like that doesn't feel good you're better than that you know you can do better and whether you choose to listen to it or not is your path but I challenge you to give yourself a little bit of tough love talk to yourself like you would a best friend who you think is fucking awesome and who you think is capable of all of the things that they want to achieve because you are and it's time for us to be that best friend to ourselves especially if we don't have them in our lives but a lot of us coddle ourselves, we coddle our friends, we tell ourselves it's okay when it's genuinely not. So another kind of journaling exercise is what am I tolerating, right? What are things that I'm doing or things that I'm experiencing or relationships I'm in, habits I have looping, whatever, behaviors that I partake in every single day that I'm just tolerating, that I'm not crazy about, but also aren't that horrible, but I could be doing better. Let's write that list. Also, where am I coddling myself? Where am I treating myself like a baby? Write that list. Where could I use a little bit more tough love? Where could I use a little bit more discipline to get the job done? Because I know that will make me feel better. That will make me feel more empowered. That will make me 
actually feel like I'm treating myself like somebody who matters and somebody who I love. Because when you combine those two, right, that tough love, that compassion, that unwavering support with also discipline and holding you to a higher standard, that that's the secret sauce. Like that is the ultimate hack right there. So those three things, let's journal about those. And then let's start to bring in a little bit more tough love. If you do skip a workout, don't just explain it away and say, that's fine. No worries. I'm going to skip 20 more say, okay, well, what am I going to do the next time to make sure that I don't skip it? And how am I going to just keep collecting that data? Because if I skip it 20 more times, okay, there's 20 more things that are getting in the way of me working out. How can we move forward from those? And how can we get around those? So that's number three. So, so, so important that you hold yourself to that higher standard, that you are your own best friend, but not in the sense that you coddle yourself and you tell yourself everything is fine when it's not. You give yourself tough love and you actually say you're going to do, or you actually do what you say you're going to do. And that kind of ties in to number two as well, I guess. Love when they all work together, right? This is so fun. Okay. Number four, our final one on the fourth mindset shifts that you need to have if you are going to be consistent with your healthy habits and actually see results long-term is that the small steps matter. Perfect should not be the enemy of done. I said that earlier in the episode and it's so, okay, let me just use a little story for example. How many times have you told yourself that if you don't have an hour to work out or 45 minutes or fill in the blank, but like a long time, it's not worth it what is a five minute workout going to do for me? Or we talk a lot about morning walks and maybe you say, okay, I'll go for 30 minutes or I'll go for an hour. And then you keep on missing it. Cause you're like, I don't have 30 minutes. I don't have an hour, but maybe I have two minutes. And then you tell yourself, what is a two minute walk going to do? That's nothing. If I'm going to go, I got to go hard. We either go hundred percent or we do nothing. But this is something that is going to get in the way a hundred million gazillion times, because there will be so many times when you don't have the perfect day in place, when there are a lot of things that throw a wrench in your day and you don't have your hour to go to the gym, you don't get to bed on time and you maybe skip meals or you have a ton of coffee or just life throws you a shit day. And this is where it's so easy for you to go up in arms and say, you know what? All right, I'm skipping my workout. I'm not doing that. Okay, fine. I'm just not going to have any breakfast at all. I'm just not going to get outside at all today. I'm not going to do any of these healthy habits that I'm trying so hard to do because I have no time. What if we could do a micro expression of those habits? These small things matter and It's better to do something than it is to do nothing. If you are operating on the mindset that you have to go hard or you have to do something 100% or you don't do it at all. So for example, you have to go to the gym five times a week or you don't go at all. That sounds so dumb, right? When you, when I say that out loud, you're like, that's, that's fucking stupid. Like, obviously I know that, but so many times we'll say that we have to go balls to the wall or else it doesn't even count. But that's not true. And this is, again, how we can tie in some of that self-love and compassion with some discipline and saying, no, listen, if you have 15 minutes that day to work out, even though your workout usually takes you an hour and a half, let's work out for 15 minutes because you are mastering the art of showing up. You're mastering the art of consistency. Being consistent is so much more important than doing the thing perfectly. A perfect protocol done inconsistently is never, ever, ever, ever better than a subpar or maybe not perfect protocol or plan or routine done consistently, done 90% of the time. That is such an important shift because 
there are areas in our lives where naturally we just think that it doesn't count unless we do it all the way. So another journaling exercise, what are the habits that you're trying to start right now? Like we talked about working out, eating enough food. So eating three full meals a day is often really hard. Drinking enough water, getting to sleep on time, going on a walk every day. All of these things can be hard and they can feel really overwhelming. And you're like, where am I going to put this in my day? But what if you said, how can I do a micro expression or a smaller version of this every day when I'm able to, when I have the time, when I have the energy and the resources and I'm feeling like I'm on my shit, I will do it extra. So for example, I'll do an hour and a half workout if I've got the time, but I'm, if I have 20 minutes, I'm still going to do a 20 minute workout. I will never have time be that constraint. I will never say the workout doesn't matter just because I don't have an hour and a half. I will still do it. Even if I get a fifth of the workout done, I still showed up. I'm still the person that is consistent with their workouts. I'm the person that keeps the promises that they've made to themselves, that believes that they are worthy of actually having and following through with what they want. And I'm combining this tough love with some self-compassion. I'm saying, I get it. I'm not going to force you to do an hour and a half workout. You only have 20 minutes, but I'm also not going to let you skip the workout and just go scroll TikTok for 20 minutes when you know you've got the time and you've got the effort that you can put forth to work out. That's a very, very special shift that only you can make. And that's kind of a root of this entire episode is that no one else is going to do this for you. No one wants these things for you more than you want them for yourself. And no one is going to save you. No one is going to force you. You might have people in your life that can help hold you accountable, like friends or a personal trainer or a practitioner or a coach or someone. And that's fantastic. Use them as a resource. But at the end of the day, only you will know every time you say you're not going to do, or you say you're going to do something and then you don't do it because you don't have quote unquote time or something comes up. And yes, sometimes of course things come up and you have to, you don't have time to do it all together. That's okay. But we want that to be the exception, not the rule. So for example, morning walks, you know, I'm all about those morning walks. We love them. We love them at Root Remedy. I use them with literally every single client. I try to go on morning walks every single day. I'm not perfect. Duh. But If I have five minutes, I will say, I'm going to go on a five minute walk. Obviously I want to go on a 30 minute walk or an hour walk. Of course, the more the merrier. I love my long walks in the morning, but sometimes I start early. Sometimes I sleep in, sometimes other things happen and my day gets delayed or my morning is kind of hectic. And I say, all right, I'm going to do everything in my power though, to just go around the around the block for five minutes. And that is still a win. It's not that you half-assed it. It's not that you should shame yourself because you didn't do it all the way. You want to reframe that saying, look at me. I could have so easily skipped that morning walk, morning workout, whatever, fill in the blank that you're trying to do. And I didn't. I'm proud of myself for that. I am someone who stays consistent with what they say they're going to do. And that is such a powerful thing. I literally, I can't say it enough It is the quickest way for you to feel more confident, for you to feel happier, more energized, more proud of yourself, for you to just live a better life is when you are keeping those small promises you make, when you actually fall through with what you say you're going to do, even if you have to change it, because then you end up being resourceful. Like I said before, you're scrappy, you're resourceful, you're resilient, you make it happen and you can celebrate yourself for that because it's so easy to skip out on these little things or to not do them at all when you can't do them perfectly, but we don't want perfect to be the enemy of done. So think in your life, okay, what are the main shifts that I'm trying to make? What are these healthy habits that I'm trying to create? 
where or what's like the perfect way I can do them or the, the way I want to do them when I'm doing them fully. So an hour workout, getting to bed by 10 or whatever those things are. But how can I make sure that I even do them in a smaller ways when I'm not having the perfect day or when things get in the way? How can I make sure that I don't just avoid them altogether and say, eh, I'm not going to do that today because I don't have the time or I don't have the energy or whatever it is. How can I still do them in a smaller way? So that I'm mastering the art of consistency. I'm making sure that the small things matter, that I'm stacking all of those conditions and all of those habits and behaviors in my favor. So I'm starting to feel better about myself and I'm actually starting to see progress. I promise you, if you can stay consistent, in even small ways, you are going to expedite that, that progress. You are going to see it so quickly. I know it sounds like it doesn't matter. Like what's a five minute walk going to do, but a five minute walk done every single day actually adds up very quickly over time. And you'll see that in your own behavior and in your own body and in the way you're feeling. And it also, it's that piece of self-confidence, right? When you skip the thing altogether, you feel bad about yourself. You feel frustrated that yet again, you broke another promise. Whereas when you do it in a smaller way and you shift and you make it work and you pivot, you're proud of yourself for pivoting. You're not frustrated at yourself for not doing the hour and a half workout. You're proud of yourself for doing the 20 minute workout. Because again, you're the kind of person that shows up. These mindset shifts are also something that I'm so passionate about talking about because when I work with one-on-one clients, when we work in our courses together, you can get all the tips and tricks, all the steps, but if you're not consistent with your mindset shifts, it's never going to happen for you. Like if you're not consistent with the changes over time and in order to be consistent, you do need to make usually some mindset shifts to make sure that you're showing up as the person that you want to be, the person that is consistent with these changes. This is an entire module in one of our courses, The Period Fix. It comes out on October 18th. And if you are listening to this before Wednesday, October 11th, then we have a free seven-day challenge that is literally starting tomorrow on Wednesday, October 11th. When this episode airs, it's tomorrow. And it's totally free. It's in our community group. And every single morning, I'm going to give you one small change, one small habit or action step to implement, or maybe it's a mindset shift to implement that day. That is going to bring you closer to balancing your hormones, having PMS-free, painless periods, and feeling so much better in your body. Because yes, we of course want the outcomes of happier or happier, healthier periods and like no PMS, but we also want to feel amazing in our bodies and about ourselves. And we want to have energy throughout the day. We want to have confidence throughout the day. And that's what this challenge is all about fostering. So if you want to join that free challenge, you can click the link in the show notes below. Even if you're listening to this after the 11th, that's totally fine. You can click the link in the show notes below. Come join us for free. We have a kickoff call at 8 p.m. Eastern on October 11th. So join us live if you can. It's going to be a kickoff call, a little training and Q&A. So get to know myself, Olivia, all the other women and people who are doing the challenge and in our community group. It's a really wonderful, tight, close-knit group, and we're all here to support each other. So I mentioned earlier in the episode, giving yourself and surrounding yourself with people that give you tough love, but also are giving you unconditional support. I feel like that community group is a hub for that because we're all there working on ourselves, trying to hold ourselves to the highest standard, also trying to accept and show compassion and love and support for when things aren't going well so that we can move through them and then get back on track again. So if you feel like you need a, more of a community, please join our free challenge. You Even if it's after the 11th, join in on the challenge. You can do it at any point and come join the free community. We have monthly live calls every month, twice a month where 
I do a free training on a topic and we have a Q&A afterwards. So it's a great way for all of us to get together, to connect, to help each other succeed, to help move through plateaus and blocks that you have. Come join us. It's totally free. The Period Fix community. I will link it in the show notes below. Thank you so much for listening to the Root and Remedy podcast. If you like this episode and you find our information helpful, then it would mean the world to us if you would leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google, or somewhere else, just click that rating and review button and leave five stars. That allows us to continue to bring you great guests, free information in the women's health field, and get this podcast out to more people who need it. And of course, if you want to explore any of our courses, our one-on-one services, or any other resources, Resources we have, you can find everything at rootandremedywellness.com.